it's like tag teaming in so when you do like professional wrestling like the the doubles team not doubles that's in this tag teams like they have to tag in yeah and so it's like you're tagging in for the parents but you're like dazed and confused and having to wipe the kid's butt instead of <laughs> wrestling someone that's kind of what it feels like <laughs> oh my god i think i found the open for the show i was just thinking <laughs> the same thing ding 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 there's the open Welcome to Nice to Have a Friend. I'm Lauren. And I'm Allison. We're friends from college who crave the feeling of quality time with good people. This podcast was created to celebrate the simple feeling of friendship, and each episode is a virtual hangout session to share with all of you. This week, we're talking all things babysitting. What is the deal with this iconic first step into the working world? What is the deal with babysitting? That is what we're going to explore in today's episode, babysitting. It's just the iconic American female summer job. I mean, I'm not going to say no guys babysit. Maybe if it's your little sister, you're Mm going to babysit. But like for the most part, I feel like that many guys are not out here babysitting every summer. No, I feel like every girl at some point growing up either wants to start a lemonade stand or they want to be a babysitter. <laughs> and if you don't know a lot about me, you probably think, oh, I'm obsessed with kids because I'm so like... It does seem like it would fit your vibe yes, if they don't know you. But I was definitely the lemonade stand kind of girl. We <laughs> had a lemonade stand when I was little. I was never about the babysitting life. Well, I've you're never like been an a influencer kids now, So I feel like an influencer kind of fits Yeah, I was always stand. more about the lemonade stand. So literally... If you guys want to know about this from the get-go, I've never babysat anyone a day in my life formally. <laughs> I have, but my experience is like very small and only one child. So it's yeah. Lauren and I both, I guess we were talking about this one day because we know a couple people that yeah. still babysit regularly, like college grads that regularly babysit. And we were both kind of like, you know, this is this typical thing, I feel like, in the United States. I don't know how it is in other countries, but yeah, I feel like it's either. become this like pop culture idea thing that you just see all the time growing up but it's like we didn't have a lot of experience with it so we thought why don't we talk about what's the deal with babysitting why is it such a big thing and that's basically what we're doing today yeah so we live in a college town and so all of our friends I mean at least me Mm -hmm. most of the people I knew babysat on the regular in college like for somebody they would go pick somebody's kids up from school they would babysit for their professors like that was a regular part of college for me was hearing my friends be like, I can't, I have to babysit. Mm-hmm. I, hadn't, I did not have that experience, but I just learned some crazy stuff about babysitting throughout the process. And I just think it's going to be really fun to talk about it today. We can't really get to like the modern day version of babysitting without looking back, Lauren, because yeah. Lauren knows I love to just randomly look up facts about no. things. So babysitting kind of became a social standard or milestone job for young women in like the 50s and 60s. So oh, the, wow. the 20s was when a lot of people started to be able to do it, but it was more of a social role. But it was the baby boomers having all these kids yeah. going back to work after wars and just kind of a generational shift. And that's when babysitting kind of became just a big job because hmm. there was an abundance of small children so you know we say okay boomer but we can thank boomers for helping women become entrepreneurs and businesswomen at a young age (laughs) (laughs) which I thought was kind of funny 
Um, and then something else that I looked up in my searching on this, if you want to read the Wikipedia page on babysitting, I will say it's a little dry, um, but I did look up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, imagine that. Crazy, I know. There's not a lot of information on when did babysitting become a big thing, <laughs> That's which is what I was Googling. It's not very helpful. Um, but the Google trends for babysitting just went way like, up why just is, for me and you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was like, why is babysitting paid why is that? i know so i was like um that seems what? like forced labor um but in international lingo there's a different way to look at it so in british english babysitting is typically like okay you're gonna watch the child while it's asleep so you're gonna do it for the extended period or like through the night whereas american english that can mean like you're watching the child for a night or you're just with them for a few hours but in british english they have babysitting or child minding so child minding would be like child if you're gonna minding. watch them during the day while the parents at work not That's while they're so asleep cool. so they have babysitting and child minding where here it's just all one babysitting thing. or nannying yes kind of which i thought that was kind of fun nannying sounds sorry that word sounds so weird i feel like nannying nannying just kind of reminds me of super nanny like it's just a very yeah. prim and proper british lady that comes with a big bag and is going to scold me with a ruler but i, I will up. say i have friends who babysit for the entire summer and mm -hmm. they call it nannying yeah because i guess it's more of an extended yeah like you're like coming every day every day yeah. you're not just dropping in whenever to babysit yeah, exactly but that's really cool I feel like, well, you did that, but that I was thinking about, like, this is just the difference in us. Like, you would do this, and I would do what you did, too, but this is funny that we kind of did this on accident, but I kind of was thinking about all the, like, pop culture representations mm -hmm. of babysitters. Mm -hmm. So one of the most obvious is the Babysitter's Club, but yeah. I never read those. I've never watched, like, the show or anything. I know nothing about the babysitters club do you no but i know it exists and yeah I know they made a new netflix show because my mom watched it and last it's summer. more like modern yeah isn't it okay well I, that's like all i know about that but then um nanny mcphee which is a little bit of a different it's like nannies we're kind of lumping nannying into this just yeah. because i feel like it's still the idea of someone else watching someone else, someone watching someone else's yeah. child yeah, exactly. And that one goes into kind of like how you're responsible for like the child's emotional development and mm -hmm. like, you know, manners and stuff. Because yeah. you're watching it sometimes as much as the parent yeah. is. And then I also thought about Mrs. Doubtfire, which is just such a funny movie. Oh, and Allison, I'm just now seeing that you literally put in babysitting pop, pop culture things too. <laughs> no, you're good. Oh I figured gosh, you did I'm the sorry. same thing. No, I did not okay. see we're it. Obviously, Lauren and I are a little bit like, what? it's a Friday and we're both kind of like brain dead. Um, but I think some of the ones that I put in there were more of like, okay, what are movies with babysitting in them? So the yeah. Pacifier with Vin Diesel, which classic. that's like a classic one. Daddy Daycare. That which movie is so funny. Is I really rewatched it like two years ago for some weird reason, and I forgot how good it it's was. It's a good movie. Uh, then there's Uptown Girls. Did you watch that growing up? Yes. Okay, love for that movie. For some reason, if it's so cute. If you haven't seen cute. it, recommend it. I think it's on Netflix. It's so... That movie odd. is odd. It's odd, but, but it, it's, it's like good. A good early two thousand. I, I never intentionally movie. watched it. I would just come in and I'd be <laughs> flipping around the channels and I would see that oh, movie. I had on. the DVD because really? I would rewatch DVDs and VHSs every night for a week because I would watch it going to sleep every night growing yeah. up. I don't know. Anyway, um, Crazy Stupid Love has babysitting. I haven't seen that. The babysitter in that movie, what, her name is Annalie Tipton, and she was my favorite contestant on Cycle Eleven of America's Next Top Model. Oh, yeah. Um, and she's kind of crazy because she loves Steve Carell. But then also along the nannying thing, kind of like you said, Super Nanny and Mrs. Doubtfire, even The Sound of Music because technically Maria's she's a nanny. She's a nanny. Yeah. So it's like we grew up with all of that on TV 
convenience. Like you see babysitters, people taking care of children. I guess it's kind of like the traditional mother role in a different way, but we just would see it all the time growing up and yet you and I did not experience it the way that other people experienced it. Yeah, it's just so interesting. So one of the things that me and Allison talked about when we were getting ready to do this episode was Okay, so when I first moved to UT in Knoxville, and I first heard all of my friends being like, oh yeah, I've got to go babysit. I was just super kind of caught off guard because Mm -hmm. no one hardly in my town, like I come from a very small rural town, no one really has to hire a babysitter because you've got three generations of people who all live Mm -hmm. within 15 miles of one another, aunts, cousins, um, sisters, vets, you know, assistant people that will watch. Like, yes, you have literally a list a mile long of people who will watch your kids for free, <laughs> like no questions asked. You can just drop them off, and that was kind of what always happened with me. Um, so I was just super surprised. But then when I thought about it, a lot of people who live in more city scapes, like Knoxville's barely even a city, but like it still is compared to yeah. Claiborne County. Um, you know, they are, they've moved here and their family doesn't live here because they've moved here for UT or like mm-hmm. for other jobs or industries. And they it's haven't a little too far for someone here. to just like drive down for a night and like to watch stay. them. Yeah. So it's just kind of crazy to think about just how different you can grow up with babysitting yeah. just based on where you live kind yeah, of because even though you and i were in different parts and like i would argue where i am is just about as rural as being yeah. in Clayton county but i was outside of chattanooga like both of my sets of grandparents live in the area yeah. and so i always had a built-in babysitter i think there was only one time in the history of my life i can remember being babysat by someone that was not my grandparents and it was like a girl that my mom was probably doing because she knew that she was trying to make money that we went to church with so like I'm sure I had babysitters when I was young before I was like aware of it but it was always a grandmother or just like a family member doing it and so I think I'd be interested we I'm sure we don't really have a like huge demographic of people listening to this that are not from the south but I'd be interested in like someone who grew up in in the north and like out west and like somewhere that's not everything you know is like built around your church community because I feel like that small southern network really affects things like this and maybe that's why we didn't have a lot of experience with it that's so true but like all of my coworkers were like Lauren you need to just start an uber for kids like if I could just pay you (laughs) to uber my kids around all summer and I was like I'm literally here 40 hours a week, the same as you. I don't know when I'm supposed to do this, but... Maybe I could do that because I do have a lot of similar music tastes as far as liking yeah. Disney and, like, BTS to, like, children. So I feel like I it mean, would work like, out parents well. parents literally need... Because if you think about it, their kids have summer practice, mm-hmm. camps, like, all this stuff that they're doing, and they have no way to get their kids there unless they leave work if they don't have like their mom or somebody to do it so and that's where the young women of america come in yeah if you're listening to this and you need a summer job maybe consider like uber for kids because (laughs) that could work but i was gonna say my only real experience with babysitting my mom she would pay my distant cousin who was in college to come stay with us all summer so technically she was our babysitter yeah and she stayed with us like she would get there at eight in the morning and then she would leave at like 4 30 before my parents got home like at five 
And I asked my mom how much she paid her. And this was in like 2003 or 2004. My mom paid her $125 a week. Gosh, that is... A week. I couldn't do it. (laughs) Allison. And she gave us $20 a week for like food at the pool Mm -hmm. or if we wanted to go to the movies or if we needed to go out to eat at all. And my mom said we would literally have money left over. $20 a week for three people to eat and hang out like that just shows you how much things have changed things have changed because one of the things we asked you guys which we'll talk about later was how much money you were making and it's so much more business sense like people people i know will get like cpr certification or like lifeguard training whatever i don't know but people will do things so that they're they can get paid more yes it's almost like going to get your master's but for babysitters yeah it's honestly (laughs) insane so the only way that i look at that differently than babysitting is she came to stay with us for like the entire summer so it was more like a job for Mm -hmm. her than just casual babysitting for some reason i just look at babysitting as like oh, you're coming to watch them for an hour or two while their parents go on a date. Let me pose a question here, Lauren, just I've been thinking while we've been talking about this, but would you consider yourself one of those people who is like, one, loves kids, or B, is good with kids? How, how would you answer that question? Okay, I think I am externally good with kids, okay. and I can make it work. Do I love kids? No, not unless they are related to me mm-hmm. and I have a biased reason to yeah. like them. Am I good with them externally? Yes. Internally, I am exhausted. I think maybe <laughs> everyone is, but it seriously wears me out to be mm-hmm. with a kid for more than a little bit. So literally the thought of me and Preston having a child right now like sends me into like a spiral because I just could not do it. <laughs> so yeah oh my gosh. what about you I feel kind of the same I feel like I can talk to a child but I also don't know that I do it well and like <laughs> this was always this conflict that I had when I was working at Disney because so much yeah. of what you do is framed around children setting up this magical experience for kids and I did it fine like the child is not as aware of what is happening as I am but I just feel like I do like kids but I don't like I don't know it's like I like them enough to where I work at Disney and I could be like hi princess how's it going or like what's up soldier Captain America are you having fun on your trip do you like dinosaurs but then there's also the side of me that's like I can't they I my patience is so low I was about to say that I don't I think it's our patience do it well with and them I know that people probably if you have kids and you're listening they should probably laughing and you're like ah it was the same way or like ah, you guys what <laughs> but I just don't I don't know like I see friends of mine who come from like my I have a friend that I worked with our SEC network crew she has a giant Italian family and yeah, like grows up with all these with cousins kids. and like she is so good with kids or like friends of mine that I have that like work in hospitals and like work with kids all the time and they love them and it's like, I love them, but like from a distance. It's kind of the same way I feel about dogs. Sorry to ruffle all the dog people's feathers out there. <laughs> but it's like, I love them. And some of them I love a lot. But it's like dogs from a distance. It's kind of the same thing. Totally get it. If you ever are like watching my stories and you're like, oh, I wonder if Lauren's going to get pregnant soon. Like sometimes if I'm out of breath or like if I say I don't feel good or something, I'm kind of worried that people think I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> no one else probably even thinks about it, but like... No, I'm, now that you put it on people's radars, they're going to think about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> literally, no. If you think I'm about to be pregnant in the next like couple years... Watch yourself, because no. I'm not. Like this woman at a party last year said... Sorry, this just turned into a whole like diatribe about me. But it's okay. This woman last year said, you're glowing, Lauren. 
and like looked at me very suggestively. Like very slowly rolled her eyes down to your You're stomach glowing. and back up. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it is going to be at least 10 years before I'm glowing in that way, man. You will see a pig fly in yeah. the next 10 years. <laughs> that is funny. Um, well, so Lauren has had kind of like, like we said, the Southern family oriented kind of babysitting. I have not done that. I don't have any younger cousins or anything that I would have babysat. But I do have one traditional babysitting experience. And when I tell you people that I met this family in the weird way possible this is weird this is this this actually happened i'm not making this up but when i went to disney world for my senior trip in high school my friends and i were in line for the safari and as you do when you're in line for something that's going to take a while you get a game out so we were playing that like heads up game that ellen has that you do on your phone you know and so uh we were just having a great time and the family in front of us said hey do you care if our daughters play with you and we're like no we don't oh care gosh. we know we're gonna be in line for a while if someone asks so, me that at disney i'm gonna be like uh no well Scared. i don't think you and preston are gonna be doing that <laughs> we also <laughs> were like 17 True. and 18 we're obviously just like goofing off um but we somehow got to talking to this family in front of us and found out that they were from chattanooga and we were like oh no way we're actually from chattanooga like what a small world that's so that's crazy crazy and so as we continued talking to them you know the dad went to like my rival high school so he knew where we went to school and we were talking about like where they're actually from and so in that process i discovered that that this family and i lived three miles apart like that on the is same road. honestly weird so weird i know i'm telling you disney is like magical in that whole other way um, but the mom jokingly asked, like, hey, would you ever want to babysit for our daughter? <laughs> and I was oh like, my immediately my reaction was, aha, that's so funny. I don't know. <laughs> and I just kind of let it slide. And so when you get to the safari at Disney, like at the end, right before you get on, it splits into two sides and not for any reason. It just does so they can load it differently. And this family went one way, we went another. And my friends were like, you should go and get her number. Like, you should do that. Why not? And I was like, yeah, that is kind of a crazy story. So I literally like went across the partition line and was like, hey, I'll hey. actually give you my number. And so I did kind of forgot about it and like that two weeks so later funny. when we got back that mom actually texted me to go and babysit for them and i told my mom was like yeah go do it why would you not and my friends were like well if you don't show up to school tomorrow we're gonna know you got murdered by this crazy disney family but they were that really really so nice funny. and they just had the one daughter um and i only babysat for them like three times ever but i i, I just why they quit wanting you to babysit I just they didn't need one because they would go oh. to the they had a beach house they went to in I the was summer. Like, Ooh, is there some drama there? No, they just they <laughs> it was pretty close to summer and they had a beach house they went to in the summer and so they didn't need someone over and the summer. And it just fizzled out. Yeah, and because I did it once a year later, like I did it once when I was home from college my first year. So like I did it three or four they times. I forgot about you like periodically. Genuinely, <laughs> yes, because I ran into them at the movie theaters. Like I've oh seen my them around. Gosh. But it's just so funny because they just had the one daughter. She was very very sweet. She was in, like first or second grade oh, at the time, so fun. I wasn't having to change diapers or. Anything. I would have been like, no, oh, if I had to change diaper, not gonna lie. But my thing was just like, I don't want to do that. That's my thing. I, <laughs> I don't want to do it. Yeah. They were really sweet. Their daughter was like very easy to handle, but it was just not something that I wanted to do anymore. Um, and the last time that I did it for one of the last times I did it for them was the night before like a graduation that I was going to a high school graduation. And I didn't care that they were late, but they told me they were going to be home by like 11 and it was like 1230. And I was sitting there as an anxious overthinker does thinking, did they die? How am I supposed to tell their daughter stuck. that they died? What, do I call the police? What do I do? And my 
mom was like, Allison, I think you're really overreacting. Why don't you just text her? I think and that's I texted a classic her, thing for him to she, be like. She texted me back and was like, I'm so sorry. So they paid me extra. She probably thought I was like concerned Mad. about it being late, but I was like, no, I just genuinely didn't know how I was going to tell this daughter that something happened to you, but everything was fine. Allison, that is so you to be like, I'm going to have to break it to this daughter that both of her parents have just died instantly. <laughs> Like, to jump from there late to... Listen, I'm bad about jumping from point A to point double Z. That's what I tell people. So it's like I forget all the other points in the middle. Like I said, I don't like planning my life around, like, random work yeah. obligations. Like, I kind of like it to be a set See, I just don't like schedule. being responsible for another person's yeah, life. Yeah, like driving someone's yes. kid. Like, that does scare me, kind of. I don't know. There's just so many ways I don't see how you guys babysit. That's what this all goes back to, I guess. And thankfully, some of you shared some of your experiences yeah. with us. So we can get to what you guys said about your babysitting experiences. Kind of just like some people just sent in some wild Just like ones, one note. But we yeah. just kind of wanted to hear about like if you babysat, what was your experience with it like? Right. So first off, I put in, oh, and it is currently thundering outside. So oh, is it? hopefully this is a very cozy podcast listening mm. experience. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. You just put the child to bed and now you're sitting to listen to Ooh, us. Ooh, and it's thundering. <laughs> Imagine it now. Okay, so I put up two polls and I just wanted to know, have you ever worked as a babysitter mm. in any way? And I kind of put it generally like that just so, you know, everybody could apply to it. But we got 80%, 88% yes and 12% no. So that's kind of wild. So then the other poll was, did you ever have a babysitter when you were growing up? Mm -hmm. And this one was 54% yes and 46% no. Okay. And I bet that's people probably thinking at it like us, where it's like, if you had a sibling, a family member, yeah. like that just doesn't count to me. Cause like you no. said, you're just cohabitating. Your parents just aren't there. Okay. We also asked you guys how much you get paid on average for babysitting and that was really yeah. interesting what number did you get the most because i kind of looked through them before this but i don't like it looked like 10 it looked like ten dollars ten dollars an hour is the norm we definitely got one that was on the low side someone said i normally babysit for folks who can't pay a lot so it's around twenty dollars for two kids for nine hours gosh that that's very sweet is of you nice of you yeah i could not <laughs> I could not, but that's like we've already honestly, established that we can't do it anyway. So. Also, someone said they get paid in pizza. If it was my cousins and there was like only food involved, I like would, I would do it. Yeah. yeah. What was the highest one that we got? Okay, so the highest one that we got on here was fifteen to twenty dollars an hour, and we Gosh. got that twice. Um, someone said one time a family gave me a hundred dollars for three hours because that's all he had. <laughs> But I need to tell you how much my friend Kelsey makes. Okay. okay. She lives in Nashville. $18 an hour for one family and $30 an hour for another family. Okay. I'm Allison. glad she sent that in because Lauren, I'm sure you're not surprised, but I did a little research before our episode. Turns out there's a lot of babysitting like certification websites with like certified people on there like that you Care. can look up. Or... Kind of. Um, and they're, one of them shared rates around the country for like each capital of each state so nashville's average was 16.50 yeah i think nashville's sounded, is probably higher right. than a lot of places atlanta of it is. was 16 new york and la were 20 dollars. san francisco was the highest at like 22.50 which i guess makes sense yeah. but the national average it said was 17 dollars an hour so yeah. it's like i don't know i guess we're just not in the right place maybe if we'd right. been in a place like her and being in Nashville we would have wanted to do it more because that is I know that you're having to do a lot of work so it's like if right. you're someone like her who has 
CPR certification or like you're working and with I kids. Makes they sense. were on the autism spectrum, so it's just a little okay. bit extra. And she was like helping them with their remote school yeah. work and like. So she almost is kind of like doing nannying, which yes. I feel like is more of like we, what we said earlier. I feel yeah. like babysitting is like making sure that they don't choke on anything, and nannying yeah. is kind of like also Kelsey's bringing them like up, mothering them. Yeah, yeah. And she gets paid two hundred dollars a day at that place, which blows my mind that my mom paid my babysitter one hundred twenty-five dollars a week. Oh my gosh! But that was also sold so so long ago. Like minimum wage was five dollars then. So. Well, we've gone over that most of you who sent in a submission, let's just say for $10 an hour, let's hear what these people said about what they were oh, getting yeah. paid to do. <laughs> um, Malin said, one time the kid I was babysitting gave me a black eye. Gosh. Oh my world. gosh. Was it an accident? Let's hope. This person said, I wasn't babysitting for money, just my little cousins. And one of them put microwavable mac and cheese in without any water and it caught on fire. <laughs> Why is this such a thing that would happen? Because that microwavable mac and cheese just takes me back to the days that you would have been babysitted. You know what I mean? Well, I was going to say that. Babysat. It's funny to me, but I think I started laughing because I'm thinking about college freshmen that do that. Yeah. Not like children, but a child, it seems funny because it's like, ah, oh, they would do that. <laughs> I don't know. This also reminds me that my brother watched me this one time and like, I think he was a freshman in high school and I was probably in fifth grade and I was trying to make myself dinner and I could not figure out how to heat up a can of soup. My <laughs> brother would not tell me how to heat up a can of soup. He said, you're just going to have to figure it out because you should know how to do that. You're blah, Did you know blah, how blah. to read? Did you know how to read at this point? Yes, Allison, but I had just never fended for myself, okay? This is the same person who thought that you had to color coat dishes before you put them in the dishwasher, okay? Wait, what? I, had to, I thought that you had to color code dishes when you put them into the dishwasher. What do you mean color code like, a dish? Like put you them thought you in had to by organize color. It? Oh my gosh. <laughs> This is your Enneagram wing one coming out. Yeah. So I literally had no clue about anything like that. And he would not. And I was just like didn't eat because I couldn't figure out how to fix the soup. And my brother would not help me. So I know like food. It's a touchy subject. That is really funny. If you're listening and you know my brother, you're not going to be surprised that he would not help me with this. Jenny said, boy, oh boy, the first day that I babysat this eight-year-old brother and his 18-month-old sis. That's a big age gap. Yeah. I was locked out of the house. To set the scene, we were playing hide-and-seek. We were playing outside, and the little boy had a big bucket of water in front of him and was pretending to drown himself. <laughs> Why is that such Why a are thing? children so terrifying? <laughs> pretending to drown himself. I told him multiple times that it was not funny and that it was scaring his sister. She literally kept saying his name and pulling on him and he would not stop. He proceeded to keep doing it and gave me the sassiest look of my life when I repeated not once but thrice to stop. So I told him playtime was over and dumped the bucket of water out. This kid darts out of the backyard pissed and locks his sister and I out of the house. I could not believe it. The audacity of this boy. I, Jenny, the way that Lauren just read that to me, I was just like, that just sounds like you. That just made me so happy to hear that in your voice. But the fact that this kid was pretending to drown himself. Okay. This is why I don't want to have to watch kids. It's because they're sociopaths and they don't realize it yet. And it's kind of scary. I said this to Preston the other day and he totally acted like I was a psychopath. But if you were at a public pool, did you ever pretend like you were drowning to see what the lifeguard would do no what am i literally the only person who did this, this? Not the sandlot i don't want i don't want to get cpr from the lifeguard i, I used to that. literally pretend like i was drowning just to see what the lifeguard would do 
I can't only say, for like five minutes. So but, my grandparents had a pool, so I never went oh, to a public pool. Oh, I was at the public pool, but I also a lot. never wanted to pretend like I was drowning. So. Are you sure you yes. weren't in the experience to know? <laughs> this is my cousin, and I did not remember this. I must have been like super young. She must have just like kept us for a little while. But she said, "Let's see. There was the time I kept you and your brother, and Logan is my brother. Wanted to help me pump gas, so I let him. He proceeded to pull the nozzle out of the car without letting go of the handle and spewed gas all over him and the ground. I had to rush him to your house in my car with him dripping with gas, <laughs> and we had to go to your house and let him shower. I did not remember that, but I also didn't learn how to pump gas until like well after the age of sixteen. Mm-hmm. My dad just pumped it for me for a long time. And I was like, maybe this is subconsciously why I never wanted to pump my own gas. So it's like you and then people from Oregon and people from New Jersey. Because yeah. when you meet someone from Oregon or someone from New Jersey. I didn't know Oregon the, was that way too. I didn't either. But the first thing they will tell you is, did you know that we don't have to pump our own gas? <laughs> so back to your uh, scary murder comment that you pretended to drown when oh, you yeah. were in the pool growing up. I was one of those kids that liked the smell of gas. So again. Okay, I kind of like it also. I, I did, and you're not supposed to sniff it. It's supposed to kill brain cells. But so. let's go back to that. If you tried to pretend like you were drowning in the pool, <laughs> please send us a DM so I will not feel so alone. I swear I've seen like a TikTok or something about it somewhere. So I don't think I'm the only person, but maybe it's a small few of us that you were are doing that, that narcissistic. And I was too, busy, too busy getting my mom to grade my handstands, which yeah, I think everybody I that, was dude. doing that. But Watch me. All right. So this next one is from Melissa. Melissa said, one time I was babysitting one of my mom's friend's kids and had recently gotten my hair dyed dark after being blondish for a little bit. I was maybe 14 and this kid was probably six or so. Her mom brought her over to my house and as soon as I opened the door, her mom was like, oh, I love your hair. Don't you just love Melissa's hair? And the kid straight up looked at me dead in the eyes and was like, no, I hate it. <laughs> Literally set the vibe for the whole day. We were both really just kids and she's older now. But every time I see her on socials and whatnot, I can't help but think about it. No, I hate it. So Melissa, I'm sorry that this kid just straight up told you what he like what they thought. Um, I haven't had a child say that to me, um, but I did have like a deeper voice growing up, like <laughs> obviously. And so one time a boy was like, "Why do you have a boyish voice?" To me, and it like really hurt my feelings. And it was like he was, oh my god, he was like six, and I was a lot older than him. But I mean, when you have a deep voice, you're like, "Well, now I'm insecure about it, buddy." So you didn't even think about that, did you? Because you don't realize that your words can hurt people's feelings. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words also can hurt me and last and leave emotional scars for a very long time. I slept with my hair in braids one time, like with them wet, and then went to school with it the next morning so they would look like crimped or whatever. And this one guy went around asking everybody if it looked like I stuck my finger in an electrical socket (laughs) because my hair looked like electrified or whatever. Never did that hairstyle again. So he ruined it for me. All right, then Avery sent us one. She said, I showed up at a house at 4 p.m., which is when the mom asked me to get there. Mom isn't home. Dad is home with the kids, so I'm just at the house for an hour before the mom shows up to get the dad. It's now 5.30-ish, and the parents still haven't left. The mom tells me that they're going to leave at 6 and that they will be gone until midnight. They leave, and I make dinner for the two kids, and we color, watch a movie. I put them to bed at 9 and clean up the living room and kitchen. At 10, one of the kids comes down and talks to me about something random that I don't remember. So after talking for 20-ish minutes, I put them back to bed. After that, I think I read for a while or something, but then I get a text from the mom around 11 saying that her and her (gasps) husband are going to go to the casino before heading home. (laughs) They end up getting home at 2.30. I'm pretty sure they were both slightly drunk. I never babysat for them So she had to leave, like, drive at 2.30. That is so inconsiderate. Yeah, and then it's just like, I don't know. 
again we went back to the fact that if this was me i would have assumed they'd both died but at least she texted you i guess that they were they were going to casino casino. this is another reason i don't want to have kids i don't want to have to worry about getting back at a certain time because i have this person you know like you can't just leave and do anything i think through this episode this is lauren and i's way of like coming out to all of our guests or like our listeners and saying that we're scared of children (laughs) i think that that's what it is (laughs) but (laughs) i think you figured that out by now Okay, here's another one. When I was in high school, I had a four-year-old pull a kitchen knife on me, and then after I calmed her down, she pretended to be a dog and locked herself in the dog crate. (laughs) Why is this just... Why are children this way? That kid should be friends with the kid that was trying to drown himself. (laughs) Me? Huh? Me? Oh, you? (laughs) Yeah. Or the person who gave the black eye to whoever. You pretending to drown yourself <laughs> in a community pool is more funny to me. The kid trying to drown himself in a bucket of water is, concerning. is more concerning. She said he was pretending to drown himself with the water. <laughs> that okay. seems worse. Okay. I don't know. Another time in high school, I had an 18-month-old child have explosive diarrhea all over the back porch on toys, clothes, me, everything. So I just had to strip him down and hose everything everything off including myself i wore wet clothes for three hours i stopped at the explosive diarrhea i mean i stopped way before that but i really stopped at the explosive diarrhea i could not i've seen a video of kids i don't know if you've seen this but there's a sweet video of a girl and she got into baby powder on accident and the dad just walks in and there's baby powder like all over her all over the floor and i'm like that is funny for like 10 seconds and And then then you have to clean clean it it. and so like this scenario it's just the thought of projectile any Uh, fluid or anything coming out of a human body is just something i don't want to deal with i don't care if they can control it or not could i just (laughs) adopt like a 16 year old so then i only have to do it for like two years or something and then they're my child (laughs) all right this next one is i had been keeping a new family for a while in college and i met the parents at a ut event and i was hanging with the kids by a bouncy house i guess this was at the ut event the little boy five years at the time comes out of the bouncy house crying and another person said he landed on his foot wrong i told him to walk it off and gave him popcorn three days later after the mom sent me a picture his foot was broken fortunately i still keep this family and have been with them for five years that's funny and then this person also went on to say this one's not necessarily like a crazy thing or anything like negative but she said that Uh, I was asked to babysit a family as they traveled internationally to Knoxville for an alumni award. The mom had a high-level job at Coke. I was told to go to the Hyatt downtown and that they would valet my car. I'd never had a valet before. They ordered me and the kids room service, and honestly, it was a pretty easy gig. I made $250 just for a few hours. To give context, this family also casually spent Christmas with the Prime Minister of Ireland. That's really cool. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. cool. Like, room service, $250 an hour, free parking. They thought of everything. Yeah, and it's cool that it was like, you got hooked up with someone that was just coming for like an event and you were at a hotel yeah that would be kind of better to me than being at someone's house yeah that's true okay so bricks and in one time the kids i was nannying ages six eight and ten were watching game of thrones instead of doing their homework when i asked how they accessed this they told me their mom watches it with them when I asked her about it she told me that's true and then was confused when i seemed concerned (laughs) Oh my gosh. If you're 16, you probably shouldn't be watching Game of Thrones. I didn't even watch Game of Thrones because I knew it wasn't my vibe, you know, but I am laughing because my dad, not my dad, my grandmother one time while she was watching me, let me watch this movie without like looking at the rating. Oh no. It was a rated R movie about this couple that was about to get married and they were like having sex in a garden shed and my mom (gasps) saw that I I watched that movie. I know what you're talking about. It was like, what? 
are you letting her watch? And she's like, I didn't know what it was rated. <laughs> she just let me watch the whole thing. So I do think that I that makes me laugh because I, that's what my grandmother babysitting me was like. Okay, this is not a babysitting horror story, she says, but a PSA to parents with sons above the age of eight. Teach them how to dress slash bathe themselves by themselves. I refuse to dress a naked 10-year-old boy. This <laughs> happened one time because I do, I do not desire to be perceived as a sexual predator. Ran over. 10 years old? And he doesn't know how to dress himself? Isn't that like fourth or fifth grade? <laughs> how would you not know how to dress yourself? At 10 years old. I'm more thinking about the bathing. That's like when you have kids. Like, okay, I get it. I get it when you have to take your kids into the bathroom with you. But it's like... Yeah. If they're in like middle school and you're taking them into the bathroom with you, they can can pee by themselves in the men's bathroom. I don't want to have to see a teenage boy in there. That makes me feel better about not being able to heat up my bowl of soup. Honestly, (laughs) that really does. But she said babysitting is such a weird situation to be in when you think about it. Yeah. It really is. Just like, it's odd. It's like tag teaming in. So when you do like professional wrestling, like the the doubles team not doubles that's in this tag teams like they have to tag in yeah and so it's like you're tagging in for the parents but you're like dazed and confused and having to wipe a kid's butt instead of wrestling <laughs> someone that's kind of what it feels like <laughs> oh my god i think i found the open for the show i was just thinking <laughs> the same thing ding 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 there's the open Okay, so here is the last one. And this is from my friend Skylar, who babysits, like, pretty regularly, too. Like, one summer she lived with the family because they had an extra room and, like, she needed to stay in Knoxville. So, she's a pretty serious babysitter. Okay, so she said, a couple of weeks ago, I was keeping this little girl at her um, mom's boyfriend's house. We had been swimming, and when we got done, we went upstairs to the guest bedroom to take a shower. The girl can't really wash her hair on her own, so I got in with her wearing my bathing suit to help her and just went ahead and showered myself. Anyway, while we were washing, Landry is like, why is the water not draining? And I was like, it's fine. It's probably just draining slow, so I don't pay any attention to it. Well, about five minutes later, the little girl says, Skylar, it's overflowing and water is just gushing all over the bathroom (laughs) floor and I still have shampoo in my hair. So Landry starts crying and I'm trying to get the shampoo out of my hair. And by the time we get done, there is water everywhere. The little girl and I jump out and grab every towel from the bathroom to try and mop up the water. And we ended up not telling anyone what happened. And I still think about whether they ever found out. That is so funny. That's what I would be worried about, like breaking something or like... Like doing something that accidentally hurts them or yeah. they cried or like, oh no, they did this, this, and this. This guy I know was house-sitting for mm-hmm. someone, which is a completely different thing. And their air conditioning unit or something like in their ceiling broke and like hundreds of gallons of water just came from the ceiling like into their master bedroom while he was watching their house completely unrelated to anything that he could have possibly done but just can you imagine that happening having to have that phone call with them uh your house is raining like (laughs) we appreciate all of you sending in that those stories made me laugh but they also just reminded me that kids are so much fun and they are a joy it's just i'm glad <laughs> that they? some no, of us are joking. more skilled to handle them at this stage in our life than others yeah. and lauren and i are thankful that you guys are out there doing the lord's the work lord's so work. that we don't have to literally yeah <laughs> but that is all for our what's the deal with babysitting from being this random family tradition to being the iconic first step in a career ladder for most young <laughs> girls in the u.s um but that was kind of fun to just talk about it because that was fun 
not in our wheelhouse, but I'm we talk about it with <laughs> our friends all the time. So we are just glad that we finally have an episode where we just sat down to talk about it. And now you can just picture Lauren tr- pretending to drown in a. You guys are welcome that I shared that little <laughs> nugget with you. You're welcome. I just gave you a glimpse into who I am. Well, before we go, you guys know that we have one more thing that we're going to do around here, which is sharing our one of the week. This is our just personal favorite thing that we're enjoying about what we've done this week. So Lauren, I'm going to make you go first. Okay, what is your one of the week for this so, week? So I feel like I'm just going to turn this little segment into an update. Not, I'm not really going to do this, but this feels like I'm turning this segment into an update on my influencer career because I feel like every... <laughs> That's okay though. I feel like every week I'm like, so this happened with my blog this week. But today I actually shared, well, when you're listening to this, it was last mm-hmm. week, I shared kind of a like working with daily harvest which i'm so excited i don't think every single person knows what daily harvest Mm -hmm. is it's kind of like if you listen to a certain genre of podcasts or if you um kind of they have a lot of instagram ads so people probably have seen it you've probably seen it it. but some people really know what it is and some people don't i really know what it is because like they work with some of my favorite podcasters my favorite youtubers and I actually got to work with them which like doesn't even feel real when I got the email I literally checked like the LinkedIn profile of the person who sent it to me to see if she like actually worked there if it was a real person I'm glad you did your research I totally did my research so yeah I got to work with Daily Harvest I posted it I have a code I can link it down below if you want to use it but yeah I'm working with them now and it just really feels like the next step in being a blogger is like getting to work with a brand that big and it just has made me feel like super confident and excited about my blog again so that's awesome it was cool to see your slide on your story today that was like use code lauren for was it for 25 dollars off yeah it's 25 dollars off your first box with the code lauren g which I mean, we can't. Let's put it in the show notes yeah. if people want to try it. I'm gonna. Um, I just think that's funny because I told Lauren I was like, I'll try it to support you because I can buy the smoothies and I don't have to buy yeah. smoothie stuff. So I'm excited for you. That is a very cool opportunity, and I know I'm you've worked excited. very hard for it. So it's not like you just spell into not it. Just some random yeah, this thing. has been, been like three years hard. to get to this daily harvest <laughs> collab. But what's yours? Okay, I do have mine. So I, if you listen to our episode, like I think it was last week or two weeks ago, I had still not taken graduation pictures yet from graduating last May. I kept putting it off, oh kept putting gosh, it off. Oh my gosh, I know. Um, I finally did it on Tuesday. I had my friend Tara that I work with. It's so funny that we work in like a video photo department because neither of us brought a camera i we both assumed we were bringing our own camera and then we got there and it was like oh, oh we'll just gosh. use one of the ones in the studio like it wasn't a big deal um that is but so funny it's so funny that we were able to do that and it's just i when i took my senior pictures in high school i hated it because i have never felt confident in front of a camera and a lot of that just relates back to as a lot of you probably can relate to being a girl and struggling with your body image and the way that you look at yourself. And I think the fact that I was able to go do this with my friend and it was a quiet night on campus. Yes, it was July and it was hot as heck outside. Yeah. But being able to just dance and goof off and do finger guns and like look like a ding dong, but also just take some pictures where I actually felt beautiful and confident yeah. in myself. That is something I've been so grateful for because I think that shows that there's a lot of internal work that I've been doing to feel proud of being Allison. And so this week, my, I guess my one of the week or whatever, how I don't know the best way to like classify this, but it's just feeling good in your skin. And I think that that kind yeah. of can relate to you doing stuff with daily harvest. Like you've gotten this chance to do something that makes you feel confident and 
competent as a creator and I was able to do something that allowed me to just feel confident in Allison because I haven't always been and so being able to see that and actually have some pictures of myself where I'm like you know what I'm not scrutinizing every part of it this just feels like me and I'm proud to be me that was like a nice moment for me this week and those are so cool like you can use them on your LinkedIn profile they look really good yeah, I was excited. I have a picture with my camera. Did you edit them or did she I edit did. them? So if you are a photography person out there and you see them and some of the color scales don't look the same, well, that's because it was me and I didn't care that much. So what did you just, edit them on? Like Lightroom? Lightroom. Okay. Yeah, I just kind of did a preset for each different place and then matched it. And they're not all even, but I just, again, I don't really care. So I was happy with the way they looked and that's okay. Some of them are a little warmer than others, but I was like, if this was a video, listen, I'm telling you one thing, guys, if you're out there and you're an editor and you're doing photography, I know it's a pain in the butt because you have to do color correcting on so many more things but color correcting a picture compared to a video is so nice because in a video it can look great in like one section and the next section it looks like dookie so it's nice to do a picture and then it's like let me just try and match these as best as I can but I don't really care that much enough on the editing for now that is all on our episode on what's the deal with babysitting if you guys uh, pretended to drown in the pool hit Lauren up so that she knows she's not alone on our Instagram account and in the meantime we will see you guys next week we have a fun episode coming up next week all about the Enneagram so if you're interested in that and we know that a lot of you really enjoyed our Enneagram episode we did the first time so this one will be a little bit more of a learning about one aspect of it rather than cramming a ton of information into one episode but in the meantime make sure to follow us on Instagram we'll be posting stuff on there throughout the week rate and review us hopefully five stars on Apple Podcasts or share us with someone you love whether that's on social media by text or in person and we hope that this episode reminds you it's nice to have a friend bye Bye. guys